about season one was fun. Talking about my favorite team, can't have nothing else there. But this season, season two, you got to get a little bit more real because this season has the Super Bowl in our backyard, SoFi State. So if you don't know my voice by now, I'm down at the place like a silence, and you getting ready to listen to Ramley talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's get it. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, Ram Nation from all over the country, welcome to Ramley Talk. It's great to do Ramley Talk today, November 4th, 2021. Beautiful things took place this week. Victory on Sunday. In Houston, a massive trade took place that is most likely going to shift the landscape of the NFC and maybe the NFL. And we have a Sunday night game to preview. For those of you who are tuning in to the first time, I am Darnell the Playmaker Silence, the host of Ramley Talk, the leader of the Playmakers Broad brand. And I thank you guys for joining me. For those of you, who are listening, go ahead, like, subscribe to the podcast on any platform that you're on. If you're on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, leave a rate and review. Now, as I get ready to dive into this, there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to get into because what took place this week, this weekend and throughout this week has affected the upcoming game for Sunday Night Football. But y'all know how I do. We're going to go in chronological order. Starting off with what took place down in Houston, Texas. The one is set, the one and six, Houston Texans play a host to the six and one Los Angeles Rams in week eight. As expected, the Los Angeles Rams walked in, in there and they handled business. 38 to 22 was the final score. It was 38 nothing when Sean McVay took the starters out on both sides and the Houston Texans worked off 22 points pretty much in the fourth quarter. But the game was never in doubt. I mean, we knew what was going on. We were going to win this game. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 21 for 32, 305 yards passing, three touchdowns. Barry Henderson had 14 carries for 90 yards, so a touchdown. One reception for three yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, seven catches, 115 yards and a touchdown. Ernest Jones, our rookie linebacker, got his first start. And what did he do? Nine tackles, seven of them solo. I have a sack and an INT. Ernest Jones, great job, man. Great debut. I am proud of you, sir. You did your thing. Thank you for that. Houston side, David Mills, 24 38, 310, two touchdowns and interceptions. the Cooks had six catches, 83 yards and touchdowns. That's pretty much all that was important from the Houston side. Because it was around from start to damn near finish. So that's how that worked out. It was a great win, great thing, 7-1 on the season, heading back on for Sunday Night Football. Before I see on to what's going on in the week, we do, one thing we do on here for Ramley Talk, we have our Fan Player of the Week voting. So, 
after every Rams win, I go to Facebook, I go to all my Rams group, and I give them the opportunity to vote for the player of the week from what they saw in a performance game. So, in this week, and for week eight, getting 33% of the votes, it was a pretty close contest, by the way. 118 votes, a little, little low than what we usually get, but it's all good. I do appreciate everybody who continues to voice their opinion in these player of the week votings, because I love I love to interact with the Ramley fans. But 33.1% of the vote, Matthew Stafford gets Week 8's Fan Player of the Week. This is the third time this year Matthew Stafford has won the honors. Coming in at a close second is Ernest Jones at 30.5%. That's how close it was. Because Ernest Jones, he did his thing. It was a difference of three votes between Matthew Stafford and Ernest Jones. Because Ernest Jones did play well. He played very well. So I wouldn't have been mad. But Matthew Stafford gets his third fan vote of the week nomination. So shout out to Matthew Stafford, our quarterback, who's been doing the thing. And we got word today, ladies and gentlemen. Cooper Cup, NLC Offensive Player of the Month of October. Came down from the NFL. Some guys already posted in some of the Rams group. Shout out to Cooper Cup getting that honor. I believe that's his... I believe he, he got the honor back in September, I think. Yeah, I know he got player of the week in one of the weeks in September, but Cooper Cup is having a phenomenal year. He's number one in all receiving categories, receiving yards and touchdowns. Like, Cooper Cup is doing the job along with Matthew Stafford. It's a person to watch these guys work. It's been a pleasure to watch these guys work. So now we got that out the way. That's what took place. You know, now let's get to what happened on Ladies and gentlemen, the trade deadline was Tuesday at 4 p.m. The Rams did not wait till Tuesday. They went and made a move on Monday. And the headline spoke that came to my phone. Blockbuster trade. Los Angeles Rams trade for Denver Broncos linebacker Vaughn Miller for a second and third round picks in a 2022 draft. I mean, on a Monday, where well, I had to get ready to go to work, and I was not feeling Monday. I was just like, man, this Monday, yeah, we won, but you know, I gotta go to work. I looked at my phone, and I went flipping crazy. I said, we did not just get Vaughn Miller from Denver. Yes, we did. We got Vaughn Miller from the Denver Broncos. And see, I don't think y'all understand how crazy that is. Because you're talking about since 2014, Aaron Donald's one on the list in sacks, and Vaughn Miller's four on the list in sacks since 2014. You can't script this anybody. And then if you look at it, let me go let me go here to the defensive leaders here. Let's go to the sets. Let's see where we at. Miles Gray is leading the way with 10 sets. 10 and a half sets. So we, we know what Von Miller got going on. But let's go here. We have Leonard Floyd here who is ranked who is ninth in the league at six and a half sets. You have Aaron Donald at 19th with five and a half sets. 24th is Von Miller. 
before and a half sacks. You have a guy in the top, in top 10 in sacks in Leonard Floyd. You have a guy in the top 20 with Aaron Donald is at five sacks. And you have a guy in the top 25 with Von Miller four and a half sacks. Six and a half, five, and four and a half. That's what's going to be on the D-line for the Los Angeles Rams. And you got Jalen Ramsey in the backfield. You know, Jalen Ramsey has, I, I believe Jalen Ramsey has two picks on the year. Jalen Ramsey, let me see. I'm looking at it. Jalen Ramsey had two picks on the year. Nick Scott had two picks on the year. Troy Reader, our linebacker, had two picks on the year. All three of them ties for 15. That's three guys on LA right now. Taylor Rapp has two picks on the year. Both of them came against the Denver Jones. I'm telling you right now. Taylor Rapp has two picks. Nick Scott has two picks. Jalen Ramsey has two picks. Robert Wachette has a pick. And then we talking Darius Williams should be coming back this week, if not next week, back into the secondary. That's another ball hole. When we look at the statistics of the rounds. It's it's not eye popping like it was last. We ain't talking number one. We ain't talking top ten. We ain't talking top fifteen. We're talking in the 20, 25 range. But the Rams are number one. And sets at 25. The Rams defense are number one in quarterback pressure at 167. They are 10th in takeaway and 5th in turnover differential. You're adding Von Miller to this defense. You're adding Von freaking Miller to a defense that's already number one in sets, number one in QB pressures, 10th in takeaway. I don't think y'all understand how crazy this is. This defense is gonna get even better. And that's the one thing I don't think people want. The fact that the Rams was not looking like the Rams defense of last year was a glimmer of hope for people in the NFC and in the NFL. Less need. Y'all can say whatever y'all want about less need and what he doing with draft picks. Let me remind y'all, Aaron Donald. Drafted by the Rams. Cooper Cup. Drafted by the Rams. Vance Jefferson. Drafted by the Rams. I damn old line. Drafted by the Rams. Except for Andrew Whitworth. Was drafted by the Rams. Okay. Troy Reader. Drafted by the Rams. Darius Williams. Drafted by the Rams. Jordan Fuller. Drafted by the Rams. Taylor Rapp. Drafted by the Rams. Okay. Y'all hear the names of Jalen Ramsey. Traded from Jacksonville. Von Miller. Traded from Denver. Not to start with Traded from Detroit. I get it. Robert Woods traded from Buffalo. I get it. Tyler Hibby drafted by the Rams. Well, y'all sitting here saying the Rams don't care about drafting. Y'all wrong. Tyler Hibby, Cooper Cup, our offensive line outside of Andrew Woodford, Aaron Donald, Jordan Fuller, Darius Williams, Robert Rochelle, Taylor Rapp. The people who are playing that y'all see making plays, Nick Scott, was drafted. By the Rams. We talking third round, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round picks. 
drafted by the Rams. Derrick Henderson, the lead back, drafted by the Rams. Cam Eggers, when he comes back, drafted by the Rams. And we done all this without having first round picks. Our last first round pick was Jared Goff. And that was in, what, 20, 2016, 2015? When we drafted Jared Goff? That's the last time we had a first round pick. And yet, we still find the players that fit the system for Sean McVay. So don't be sitting here like, oh, the Rams don't care about draft picks. We have drafted well with what we have. Les Snead should be up for general manager of the year every single year because he is finding these draft picks in the late rounds and they're working for the team as well as making trades at the right time. Y'all hear the intro? What does the intro say? It's time to get more real because the Super Bowl is in our backyard. SoFi Stadium. That's what this rhyme of the trade is. Lesney said, I'm making one more splash. Bombers, come on on over. Let's get this, let's get to the Super Bowl, which is gonna be in LA, and let's go ahead and win it. That's what this draft, this trade, I mean, said to me. Now, I'm gonna be honest. Let's need Sean McVay. You know, I'm gonna be honest. No excuses. From this point forward, no excuses. You have the defense. You have the offense. No excuses. Cooper Cup is number one. Is the number one receiver in the league. Matthew Stafford is second behind Tom Brady right now. We are, we know about Robert Wood. Well, I told y'all Van Jefferson was taking a step up, and you seen Van Jefferson taking a step up. Gary Henson is is toting the backfield. We stopped, We got Sean Michelle to back him up too. The offensive line is great. The offensive line is tied for first and sets a lot. They only give up eight sacks. We don't play eight games already. That's the second game. I mean, y'all not getting to Matthew Stafford. This offensive line said y'all not getting to I quarterback. And that's what is going on. Y'all is not getting to I quarterback. You have the pieces. Now, unfortunately, Tutu Atwell is having shoulder surgery. That's going to end his season. We waived Deshaun Jackson. We couldn't find a trade partner for Deshaun Jackson. We waived him so he could do whatever he wants. Uh, I would love to have to keep Deshaun Jackson. But I understand. You're not getting playing time. It's hard. You're like the you're the fourth receiver on the depth chart. Because it's Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, the main two. Van Jefferson with them. And Tyler, and Tyler Hill is going to get his stamps. Because he's the main tight end. We don't do four wide. We don't do five wide. That's not what the Rams run. But we could run it. We did before, and Deshaun Jackson got behind the defense. I mean, we, we all seen it. He still can get behind the defense. But that's not what we got going on. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, they're all the same type of receivers. They all run every route, and they get open on every route. The route running is, is ridiculous for these three. And that's why they always open. They're like, oh, he always find a Cooper Cup. These guys run routes. So you don't know who to take away. You want to take away Robert Woods? That's Cooper Cup. You want to take away Cooper Cup? That's Robert Woods. You want to try to take both of them away? That's Van Jefferson. Hey, Tyler Hibby. Then there is isn't out the backfield. Everywhere you turn, Matthew Stafford has weapons. You can just throw the ball to. He can throw it deep. That's why we brought in Deshaun Justin, really? Because, hey, we want to throw some deep balls. Hey, we can do that. But look, it's crazy when you can run a 20-yard in route 
and hit it right on the nail. The Cooper Cup. It's crazy when you hit a 35-yard post and hit Van Jefferson right on the nail. The scheme and the route running, the scheme of Sean Mayberry's offense and the route running from Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Wobblewood is just impeccable. It really is. It's amazing. These guys know how to run the routes. And they keep open while running these routes. And by the step, all you gotta do is deliver the ball. He is so accurate with the ball. Like, this is what we want in LA. This is what we've been waiting for. There's no excuses now. You must win the Super Bowl. What people, see, this is what people felt to realize. And the reason why the Rams are doing what the Rams are doing. Everybody's talking about, oh, the Rams don't care about drop it. The Rams are trying to win the Super Bowl now. What did Tom Brady just do last year? Tom Brady left New England, went to Tampa. Ironically, Tampa, the where the Super Bowl is going to be played at, Tampa. And what did he do? He made history. The first ever team to play the Super Bowl in their own stadium was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs. And what we happened? We all saw what happened in that Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs didn't look like the Kansas City Chiefs. And they haven't been looking like, and they've been looking like this ever since. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers put a beating on the Kansas City Chiefs in their own building because the Super Bowl was in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay made history with Tom Brady. And then y'all thought the Los Angeles Rams was going to not pay attention to that, knowing that the Super Bowl is in SoFi Stadium this coming February? You damn right. Leslie say we are all in. If, top, if Tampa Bay can do it, damn it, we can do it too. But ain't nobody looking at what Tampa did. As soon as Tom Brady got there, what happened? You already had. Mike Evans was already there. Chris Godwin was already there. OJ Howard was already there. Cameron Brent was already there. Ronald Jones was already there. All of a sudden, what happened? Donald Kinsu is coming. This is when Tom Brady came. Tom Brady came and Donald Kinsu. Antonio Brown. Rob Kamkowski. Leonard Fournette. All of a sudden, everybody wants to play with Tom Brady. Everybody wants to play with the GOAT. Yeah, it's a great thing. But when we do it, everybody looking at us like, oh, we don't care if I draft it. Oh, we just trying to win now. If they don't matter, it'll be all just craziness. But if Tom Brady does it, it's okay. But now that Les Nee said, hey, I'm finna do what Tom Brady did, damn it. I'm finna find a way to bring a Super Bowl to LA with the fact the Super Bowl is in LA. That's what Les Lee doing. Les Lee is the general manager of the Los Angeles Rams. Tom Brady was acting like the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they let him because he's Tom Brady. But Les Lee is doing his job. And people want to cut us out of Les Snead because he's doing his job. But Tom Brady does it. It's no problem. Tom Brady's the player GM for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but nobody has a problem with it. Well, we got a problem next week because we didn't it. And I just told y'all why he has done his job with the piece that he has. Y'all, y'all gotta make up y'all mind. Y'all can't have it both ways, man. Ness needs doing his damn job, and I'm proud to have him as my GM for the Los Angeles Run. Thank you, Les Need. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, we talk about Vaughn Miller. Let's get into the Sunday Night Football game. Because there's no determination that Vaughn Miller will play on Sunday Night Football. That's not the big news when it comes to Sunday Night Football. The Sunday Night Football is the Los Angeles Run playing host to the Tennessee Titans. And it does hurt me to say this because, unfortunately, unfortunately, King Henry, Derrick Henry would not be playing for the rest of the season. 
for the Tennessee Titans. It's a shame. Now, some of you might be saying, why is it a shame? It's King here. You don't want to tackle. You don't want our defense. No, you don't understand. Beating a team that is loaded and healthy with a King here. It will be a statement to the league that we are not playing around. It's still going to be a statement because it's still something like football, but not having Derrick Henry on the field takes a little away from him, you know? I mean, Derrick Henry was leading the lead in rushing almost by 300 yards. Jonathan Taylor is second, and Jonathan Taylor is like 288 yards behind Derrick Henry. That's how bad Derrick Henry is running through the league. You know he ran for 200 for 2,000 yards he was going to do it again this year. There was no if ands, or buts about it. He was going to do it again this year. Eight games into the scene, he was already, he was damn near 60 yards away from 1,000 already. And you talking, you, you playing 17 games this year, not 16? So damn near halfway through the scene, he, he's already at 1,000? If he were to play this game, he probably would have been at 1,000. He was about 60 yards away. He might not have got to the 100 on us, but, you know, he, about 60 yards. He could have probably got 60 yards. I mean, it hurts. Yeah, it does. It hurts. I like Tennessee. But no, there are no Derrick Henry. We don't have the status on Julio Jones. They hope Julio Jones will come back. They need Julio Jones to come back because they don't have nobody. I mean, McNichols the backup. They did bring in Adrian Peterson. He's on the practice squad. They never brought him up yet. Maybe they'll bring him up by, by, by the end of the week and have him play. We'll see. I see. I mean, but right now it's only A.J. Brown and and if that's the case, that means AJ Brown is being Ramsey. And you know, so AJ Brown knows about Jalen Ramsey. And I'm pretty sure he don't want no parts of Jalen Ramsey because you know how this is gonna go. And I did say the Rams was number one and could be precious. Yeah, no one in sacks. They're number 10 in takeaways. So Ryan Tannehill. Needs a running game. So he has to try to be in a shootout with Matthew Stafford. Because if you turn into a passing game against Los Angeles Rams, Aaron Donald's coming. Randall Ford's coming. Sebastian Joseph Davis coming. We'll see if Vaughn Miller plays. Because if Vaughn Miller plays, Vaughn Miller's coming. And then you're talking about Jalen Ramsey's in the backfield. You got Taylor Rapp back there. You got Jordan Fuller back there. A returning Derrick Williams back there. It might be some fits to go around for everybody in the secondary. If Ryan Tenney has to throw the ball 50 damn times. If he, if he has to throw the ball 30 damn times, he, had to do, he threw two picks against the Colts. He threw two picks against the Indianapolis Colts last week. Boy, I'm telling you right now. This don't look good for the Titans. This is not looking good for the Titans. Okay, they're coming in season two, number one seed in the AFC right now. What are you talking? They seven in offense, we're third in offense. They 25th in defense, we're 24th in defense. They are 16th in passing, we're second in passing. They're second in rushing, we're 17th. But remember, let's remember though. We was 28th in rushing last week when we went to Houston. No, we was, we was 23rd. I'll take that back. 23rd in rushing. Now we're at 17th in Russian. I mean, I I'm telling y'all, stay patient. The running game is going to come. The running game is going to come. Let's stay patient with it.
Because the fact that we have three receivers who can do what they do with a tight end, they can't load the box. So Dale and Harrison and Sonny Monsieur, they will get their opportunities. And when they do, they will make the best of them. They averaging about four to five yards a carry, okay? Stay patient. Stay patient. It's coming. The running game is coming. And it's gonna be a hell of a it's gonna be a hell of a problem. And they're already talking about Cam Akers ahead of schedule. So if the Rams when the Rams do make the playoffs, there's a possibility Cam Akers will be back for the playoff run. And possibly the Super Bowl run. So keep that in mind. With Cam Akers coming back for the playoff run. Just let that marinate right there. Along with Derrick Henderson and Sony Michelle. I'll just wait. Be patient. It's coming. We got this. Sunday night football, day before my birthday. The Rams going to give me a W for my birthday. My birthday gift will be the Los Angeles Rams taking care of the Tennessee Titans on Sunday Night Football. That will be my birthday gift. My birthday is on November 8th for those of you who are wondering. The game is played on November 7th. So my birthday gift for the Rams would be, I'll take care of business, get get the 8-1, and one, and let's go ahead and get ready for next week because next week will be a showdown on Monday Night Football. Like you said, the vision of rival. With that being said, I am Darnell the Pleasant Nugget Sunday. Out here in Jacksonville, Florida. I'll catch y'all next week. The recap what took place at SoFi Stadium against the Titans. And we're going to preview Monday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers. Horns up, Rams house. Let's get it. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramble Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donna Pegamaker signing off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.